The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Dr. Carol's Couch with your host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of Dr. Lieberman, her guests, and callers. Now it's time to have a seat on Dr. Carol's Couch. Here's your host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome to today's edition of Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Today we're going to be talking about sealing the deal for love. If one of your New Year's resolutions was to take your relationship off the precipice and make it last, my guest has... um, the tools to tell you about. She's been on the show before, Dr. Diana Kirshner, when, which, when she was on before, I, I guess, I don't know how, how long ago that was, a year or so or more, uh, we were talking about her first book called Love in 90 Days. Well, now her new book um, is just out in paperback. It's called Sealing the Deal, The Love Mentor's Guide to Lasting Love. So welcome to the show. Uh, thank you so much, Dr. Carol. I always love to be on your show. You know, I um, I did an interview um, about New Year's resolutions, and one of the things I talked about was, um, you know, people people have gotten cynical about making New Year's resolutions because they don't keep it and so on. And so one of the things I talked about was putting something on your screensaver um, oh. that reflects the goal that you have, the biggest, the most important goal that you have for the next year. So oh, I if love it was it. if it was relationships, for example. It could be, uh, uh, you know, a man and a woman walking hand in hand on the beach or something like that or in front of the Eiffel Tower, whatever. And, um, and actually it's funny because the t- television host, uh, who was conducting the interview said, made a joke and he was writing down Heidi Klum. Now this was before. Sam <laughs> <laughs> and Heidi Klum broke up, so these things work. <laughs> we have to keep us posted. You know, if he starts dating Heidi Klum, that will be very interesting. <laughs> right? You know, it's um, it's all about visualization and all that. <laughs> Getting this into your unconscious. So, that is hysterical. <laughs> so let's talk about. Um, what uh, what I'm interested in, of course, is, is also an, an author of relationship books, is what, um, after you wrote Love in 90 Days, and that was very successful, what did you feel that you needed to add that you that made you want to write a second book about it? Well, but what's happening is that so many women and, and guys as well were finding fantastic, fantastic partners, but... Um, what would happen is that they would be very anxious or uncertain, especially when they were beginning the dating or, uh, you know, even beyond that after they got engaged or they got married. Uh, and then people were even writing to me uh, about, you know, uh, having marriages where someone had cheated and that kind of thing. And so they really wanted more advice about how to 
take a situation, you know, where uh, you're you're uncertain, you're afraid things are really going south, and really turn it around. And so um, I I really have dozens of ways to move your relationship forward in sealing the deal. Um, and depending on you know where you're at, there are many many different things that you can use. Um, one thing that I talk about are the real what I call the real laws of attraction. And um, these are uh, the the habits that people that people and couples have who are really making it. They're really having lasting, passionate love. And um, there are seven uh, different habits that I talk about. And um, so that's one thing. There are many, many, many things. I also talk about men's fears of commitment, eight commitment fears. I talk about uh, what I call relationship killer beliefs. And these are knee-jerk beliefs that we have in our mind that kick in whenever anything goes south and they kind of set us on a rant in our minds and I talk about six of these kind of relationship killer beliefs so there are many many different uh, pieces of uh, of advice and pieces of the puzzle and sealing the deal that help you depending on where the problem is is it a problem in there you know that there's not enough attraction are you losing the friendship then you want to use the real laws of attraction. Is there a problem in that your man is afraid of a deeper commitment? You know, then you want to look at the fears and how to handle his fears. And uh, or if you feel like you're kind of going crazy internally and you have these uh, terrible, depressing thoughts, you know, and you're upset and stymied and so forth, and you need to do some work in terms of your own uh, mood and your own. Uh, ability to handle a, a relationship, then you have the working on the relationship killer beliefs. Yes, yeah, so actually, um, it's a it was a natural progression. The love in ninety days was finding the love, and this is how to deepen the love. Exactly, exactly. Because a lot of people can succeed in finding a wonderful partner, but they don't quite know what to do with the partner mm-hmm. in order for things to move forward in a really lovely win win way. You know, yes. they they might be able to see a way forward where one wins and the other doesn't. <laughs> yes. But uh, you have to move forward in a win-win way. So both people are going to have a relationship that works for them, and both people are going to have their work that works for them. You know, there's... It's got to be. It's got to be that way. And that's a challenge. We're not taught how to do that in high school. We're not taught how to do that in uh, in college. How to how as you well know how do how do you make lasting passionate love uh, with someone? How do you do it? Yes, you know. I mean, of course, we see examples every day or every week um, in people in the news who. I mean, I was mentioning Seal and Heidi Klum, for example, but there have been lots of, in this past year, there has been, have been an incredible number of relationships that seem to be, um, you know, celebrity relationships that seem to be, to have been on a good path or, you know, or the men look at the woman and they think, wow, I'd like to be married to her. And same thing, the women look at the men and think, wow, you know, I wouldn't leave him. Yeah. Um, and yet these people, obviously, you know, not that being a celebrity teaches you how to find long-lasting, passionate love, obviously, but, um, but still, it's, it's, we see these examples right in front of us all the time of, of, and of course our friends and relatives and so on, or ourselves, um, how it really is very difficult to do, how it seems, and of course, it's self 
self-propagating because the more we see that other people aren't sticking it out and trying to um, make the relationship last, you know, but but just leave at the first sign or one of the first few signs of things not going perfectly, um, the more we have a tendency, other people have a tendency to copy that. Absolutely. That's definitely going on. And the other thing that's going on is that there's so many choices now. You know, you can go to your computer and uh, look and see literally about a million different choices of, you know, other people you might be with uh, on the online dating sites, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, you name it. And so it's easy uh, for people to think, oh, I'll just take, you know, this way out. And the problem is this partner or the problem is this relationship but you know the 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 thing is wherever you go there you are right the thing yeah. is you're going to carry your own baggage you're going to carry your own tendencies to sabotage things you're going to carry your own relationship killer beliefs into the next relationship so it's and of course you're going to pay the price for breaking up the current one which is pretty heavy duty so if you can have a guide or way to work on things you're much better off to deepen the relationship you're in. And, um, you know, one of the most important laws or the real, one of the most important real laws of attraction that I talk about is, is to actually act like you're having an affair with your partner. This is so, so important to act like you're having an affair with your partner. You know, even when you've been dating for some time, you can get into a rut, you get into a routine, you get, you go to a movie, you have dinner, you make love in the same way Friday night, you know. And it's a rut, it's a rut, it's a routine. And certainly once you're married or the kids come along and, you know, then, you know, all the romance and sex falls to the bottom of the right. to-do list. It's right. all the bottom. You know, you have the kids, you're working, you have the errands. And then you're exhausted. The last thing you want to do is act like you're having an affair. <laughs> right. <laughs> Unless you are actually having an affair. <laughs> an affair. But, I mean, I'm, I'm talking about having an affair inside I, your mind. I know. <laughs> so the question is to ask yourself, what would I be saying right now if I was having an affair with this person? What would I be texting? Like, oh, I can't wait to get my hands on you. Mm, oh, my goodness. I can't wait. Or, uh uh, you know, uh, where would I want to go if we were having an affair? Oh, I want to go to this really romantic Italian place, and I might go there with no underwear on. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but if you, you think uh, in your mind, what would I be saying or doing if I was having an affair with my husband? And then do it. What will happen is that you'll start that chemistry, that 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 uh, sizzle, that fun. Uh, you'll be laughing. You'll be having better sex. And um, immediately things deepen. Immediately. Well, that's interesting. Of course, part of the excitement of having an affair is that it's forbidden. So yes. how do you, and you know, you know, you're trying to hide it from your husband or your wife. So how do you how do you bring that into it? Well, that's where role play comes in. That's where role play comes in, you know. And you can set up a little role play with each other, like uh, that you're not married to each other, which will be really fun. You might want to meet at a uh, at a uh, bar or a coffee shop, and uh, you're like, hey, you know, if my husband ever found out about this, I mean, he'd be so upset. <laughs> 
Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. But we're going to have to, or you might go to a, a hotel or motel room, you know, and then play play that fantasy out, that role play out, you know, that you're having this affair, and God forbid, the, you know, his wife finds out. And, um, and I tell you, you know, the mind is so powerful. The mind is so powerful that it will get turned on. It will get turned on if you let yourself play. Just let yourself play, and and great sex really comes out of playing, being playful, um, and just getting into role. It's really fun, and you can act like you're having an affair, and you can have like all the forbidden feeling. It's like I know it's wrong. I know this is wrong. <laughs> uh huh. Well, it's you know, so yes, wrong. that absolutely um, sounds like a lot of fun. What do you tell people who say to you, "Yes, I I see that, but um, but I would be too." inhibited or too embarrassed or too self-conscious to do that? Well, um, you know, uh, most people do feel that way. We got an extra 20 pounds on us. We don't feel like we look so good naked. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, So, of course, that's that's a problem. So you don't have to go all the way. You could just do it in little bits and then see what where it takes you. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? You don't Mm -hmm. have to take off all your clothes immediately. You can just (laughs) do it in little bits. You can send a sexy text. There's nothing, you know, just send a sexy text. That's not threatening. Uh huh. You are a hunky. You are a hunk, and I want to, you know, I want to see you later. Definitely, you're hot. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not so threatening. And then, you know, make it so that you're safe, but still make it playful. So if you feel fat, you know, you're going to do things with the lights off. You're going to do things with your 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 clothes on. But it, you know, so you can figure that out. You can definitely figure that out. Just take baby steps, little baby steps. To spice it up. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Well, when we come back, we'll hear more words of wisdom from uh, Dr. Diana Kirshner. Her newest book is called Sealing the Deal, The Love Mentor's Guide to Lasting Love, and it is now out in paperback. You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. What would you do if you knew that you could not fail? The Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile is a radio forum for some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Dr. Pat brings together and introduces visionary scientists and futurists, environmentalists, educators, business leaders, inventors, filmmakers, authors, artists, mystics, and healers who inspire and support individual and collective growth and positive cultural shifts. This award-winning radio show empowers the listening community to be the change they want to see in the world. Tune in every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific for the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Papasilli, radio to thrive by. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships, 
Check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman, helping you to seal the deal for love with my guest, Dr. Diana Kirshner, her new well, her, her, her book now out in paperback, and it is her newest book, <laughs> is Sealing the Deal, The Love Mentor's Guide to Lasting Love. And um, before the break, um, Dr. Diana was mentioning uh, the six that, as part of her book, included in her book, are six um, relationship killer beliefs. And that sounds like a lot of fun because I'm sure we all have them. So what are they? <laughs> Okay, yes. These are the killer beliefs that are, that lurk in your mind so that if anything goes south or you have a problem in the relationship, you go on a rant in your mind. Now, um, the, the first one is, uh, all men are jerks. <laughs> or some variation of that. And how many times have you heard, you know, a friend, a girlfriend say that? Yeah. Um, another variation of that particular one is there are no good men. There are no good men. Um, and sometimes that can be more specific. There are no good men in my age group. There's no good men in my location. Mm-hmm. And it's a joke because, you know, this is just a belief in your mind. And um, a lot of times people will come into our love mentoring program and they'll say that, and lo and behold, you know, we teach them how to find guys uh, when they're dating, and they find a perfectly wonderful guy living two blocks away, even though they swore up and down in their town there's no great mm-hmm. single men. Uh-huh. Um, another killer belief is I will never have lasting love because something's wrong with me. Mm. You know, I'm too fat or I'm unlovable or I'm old, right? Uh-huh. That is a common one. And you know when that one kicks in, it's horrible, right? It just, you know, your esteem, your self-esteem collapses, you feel terrible, you tend to isolate Right? Yes. And you withdraw, and that's a real problem. Um, and then another really common one is love is too difficult. You know, it's too difficult. It's just too hard. I, you know, it's kind of like I have to throw in the towel. Well, you know, yeah. And, of course, that's the, I'm sure you hear that more and more. In addition, I mean, the other ones have been, have been around for a while, but I think aren't you hearing that more and more, that love is too hard? Because I think people are having more and more unfortunate experiences. Yes, yes, because they don't know how to do the online dating. And so they get bitter and they get hurt and they get all these guys who disappear on them, which is horrendous. Yes, yes. And then a lot of times, you know, they get in, they're in marriages that where there's cheating or, you know, it's just, yes. uh, it's just horrible, friend, it's an unfriendly, horrendous environment. And, um, um, and it's easy to think that. And then, of course, you, what you mentioned, where you see these celebrities, you see Heidi and Seal throw in the towel, you see Demi, Demi and Ashton. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, <coughs> but um, the thing is, is that when this kind of thought kicks in, it's very depressing. Love is too difficult. And we tend to stop trying. It's like with all these relationship killer beliefs. What happens 
is we stop trying or we stop fixing the thing that's happening or we stop actually being proactive about asking for what we need and getting what we need. So, you know, if you have a big fight because your husband forgot your birthday and you get into love is too difficult, you're just going to, like, be miserable and make him pay by being miserable, <laughs> you know, make him pay yeah. and whine and blah, blah, blah. Uh, instead of saying, honey, you know, I would really love it if, since you missed my birthday, I would really love it if you took me to this really great restaurant and bought me a dozen roses. Uh-huh. That would make it up to me. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, this is what I would really love you to do. And I was just being constructive and talking about how to win, of how course, your partner you know, can win with you. Of, of course, um, in that example, and um, the woman would probably, a lot of women would feel, Besides going into the love is too hard, they would, or part of that would be, um, I don't want to be disappointed again. So they'd be afraid to ask that because they'd be afraid that just like he forgot their birthday, that maybe that, that real, the real feel, fear is he doesn't love me anymore. And yep. so then to ask to take me to a restaurant, roses and all that, they're afraid that he's not going to do that. Yeah, of course. It's a, it's a very, it takes courage. It takes courage to put it out there. And yet, you have to understand that this is the very skill that will get you love. This is the very skill you need to learn. And whether or not your current partner is able to do it for you, then, then it doesn't matter because you need this skill and you will do it in your next relationship and you will find someone who will. Mm-hmm. In other words, you have to learn how to help your partner win with you. You yes. have to learn. You don't expect them to read your mind. Think of how they can win and give them a hand to win with you. No matter what partner you're with, you're going to have to help them win and you're going to have to have the courage to say the truth, to say your truth. This is what I really want. Even though you may feel... Like it's asking too much. I don't care. Uh-huh. Go ahead and ask too much. You can ask him to take you to the pricey, pricey restaurant. Uh-huh. If, if that has meaning to you and that's how he can heal it, let him know. Yeah. At least you're giving him a fighting chance to make it up to you. You're giving him a fighting chance to love you properly. And this is the skill you need. You need to be able to have straight talk about what you need and what you want. Well, what if a guy feels, though, in that example, let's say you do ask for a restaurant that's kind of uh, expensive, and he's already worried about the money, money, the, the recession and so on, um, and so he doesn't feel like he can do it, and he says no, uh, isn't that compounding? You know, you're emasculating him, making him feel twice, in a sense, do you know what I mean? Because first he forgot your birthday, and now you're asking him to make it up, and he feels like he can't do what you're asking. Well, let's do a role play. You say no. You'll be him. Say okay. no. Okay. I can't afford it, and I'll be I'll be the uh, the person who is giving good, loving, straight talk. Okay. Okay. So, honey, uh, you're saying no about going to uh, to Jernigan's restaurant. <laughs> I'm assuming that's an expensive restaurant. Um, well, you know, um, I don't know why you're making me pay, literally, for forgetting your birthday. I mean, you know, that's really expensive, and we have to sweetheart, watch our pennies. Sweetheart, sweetheart, I know how much you love me, and I know you feel bad about it. I know how much you love me, and I know you feel bad about it. Okay, then why and do I have to show it by taking you to this expensive because restaurant? You, because you do. 
because you do. Well, you know, and we want to be close. And well, I know, you know, you want, uh, we're, we could have the most incredible time. Uh, you know, if you really come through for me, I will really appreciate it. And let me tell you, I will give back to you. But I, I think we have to go to a new level with each other where we really give to each other, honey. We really do. We have to go to a new level. Well, I, I want to make it amazing with you. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, a new level. I don't know. Does that mean? Uh, that means great sex. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I have to like. It means everything like, you've been asking me for in the bedroom. <laughs> So I have to I have to pay for it in order to I hey, can listen, there's no free lunch. Everything is in exchange. <laughs> no free dinner either, apparently. <laughs> I love it when you laugh, you're so sexy, honey. <laughs> oh, flattery will get you <laughs> Well would I tell you what, would you settle for um Oh, I don't know. Would you settle for a uh, red lobster? No. You have red lobster in New York? <laughs> no. <laughs> Will you settle for, I can't think of, um, something a little less expensive? No, but I'm willing to go to Jernigan's and I'll, I'm not going to order an, or, uh, an appetizer. All right. What about dessert? <laughs> I love you. I love you so much. I love you so much. You're taking me to Jernigan's. I love you. <laughs> I love you. Aw. <laughs> okay, we could go on with this all day. <laughs> but you see, you see how, you know, with a, with a tough love vision, I'm just role-playing with you now about how you can use a tough love vision with your partner, right? And, and they will respond because it is a very loving thing to use a tough love vision. I mean, I was loving you up as my partner. Yeah, but I mean, but if it's a, okay, but if it's a guy who, if it's a guy who's on the fence, yes. But if it's a guy who's really thinking uh, that he might get fired in the next, you know, week or two or month, uh, I mean, I'm okay. Just, if it's an extreme situation, you might say, okay, then we go to Jernigan's just for dessert and coffee. That's a good idea. Okay. Yeah, but still, I get the symbolic thing yes. that I need, which is he takes me to the pricey place and I get to put my new dress on. Yes. Yes. Yes, I get it. I get it. I think, um, I mean, it certainly doesn't hurt. <laughs> well, you know, th- there's a difference between that, what we just role-played, and sitting on your couch, stuffing your face with ice cream. Yes. And uh, grunting at him and, uh, you know, uh, having the, the Mexican standoff with each other and being miserable. Yes. Being that's... miserable for days. Absolutely. And no sex, which, is, which wouldn't make uh, either person happy. Yeah, and absolutely no sex. There's no question about it. He forgets your birthday? No, because you're going to go into love is too difficult, all men are jerks, and screw you. Right, right. <laughs> or not. <laughs> or not, yeah, and I'm not screwing you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, well, we, we're, we're coming to the end of this segment. Um, there are two more, two more beliefs. Why don't you just mention them and we can talk about them in the next segment. Sure, okay. Uh, one of them is this is not it, which mm. is kind of like in your mind there's a fantasy about everything being perfect, and mm-hmm. so this is not it. This is not what I expected. This is not it. Mm-hmm. And the, um, the, the last one is relationships mean that one person has to give him or herself up 
completely. Mm-hmm. So I can't work at my dream job. We have to move to where you need to work, mm-hmm. or et cetera, et cetera, or I have to do whatever you want to do, or you have to do whatever I want to do. And that is a, a terrible kind of relationship killer belief because it stops you from figuring out how both of you can win and both of you can you know do what you need to do. Yes, yes, absolutely. And, of course, that's really uh, increasingly common these days, too, because of all the, you know, people having to travel different places or because of job shortages or because of just all kinds of things that sort of get in the way where it seems like uh, one making one person happy will have to make the other person miserable. Yes, yes. Yes, it's very challenging right now. Yes, and especially also like having to work at jobs that you don't really want to do in order to make money to, so you can't pursue your dream and that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But definitely. of course there are. It is just it takes that creativity to figure out how you can still follow your dream even if you are having to work at something else. Yeah, the first thing you have to do is to get out of that depression and that inertia that a relationship killer belief will trap you in. Yes, yes, absolutely. Well, we'll have to uh, stop here for now, but we will be right back with my guest, Dr. Diana Kirshner. She is a psychologist and the author of Love in 90 Days and her new book out in paperback called Sealing the Deal, The Love Mentor's Guide to Lasting Love. So stay tuned. You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787, and ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships, check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman, here with my guest, Dr. Diana Kirshner, the author of her new book that just came out in paperback called Sealing the Deal, The Love Mentor's Guide to Lasting Love, which is a follow-up once you get the guy or the gal in uh, love after, when you find love in 90 days, you then know how, have to know how to keep it. 
So, um, so let's see. What else would you like to talk? One thing um, you talk also about figuring out if someone is your soulmate. I mean, right. that's one of the toughest things because it is so easy to be fooled. Yes, yes, yes. Um, you know, in Sealing the Deal, I have a whole 11-point checklist that helps you uh, tell whether someone's your soulmate. But um, here are a few markers that you can look for. Number one, when you're with a person, you have this gut feeling, and the gut feeling says that you are you're home. Mm-hmm. It's like you have come home. You belong with this person, and that's an intuitive gut feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not an intellectual thing. It's not a decision, oh, this person makes sense because of blah, 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 and their job, blah, 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 blah. Yes. Uh, it's really a gut. You feel at home with them. Number two, um, in your communication with each other, there's a very rapid knowing of what mm-hmm. each one of you means. So you could practically finish each other's sentences. It's yes. kind of like you're really, really talking the same language and you're truly on the same wavelength. So yes. that's very, very, very important. Now, the third thing I wanted to mention uh, in terms of this is that when you're together, if the person's your soulmate, the world seems like a better place. Mm-hmm. Everything seems better. There are more possibilities. Uh, your mood is a lot better, and that's, that's fairly consistent. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes when we fall in lust with someone who's not our soulmate, I mean, we can feel very excited, and it can be um, uh, a whole burst of uh, energy and feeling like, you know, things are great, but then quite often it goes very south, and yes. the world seems like a much worse place. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> or yes. a terrible place, you know, uh, because of this person, you know. Um, but with your soulmate, th- that is really the, 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 the foremost feeling is that the world is a better place with you together. Yes, absolutely. I- I'm sure everybody who's listening who, you know, has felt these things knows exactly what you're talking about. Um, you know that I've written the book Bad Boys, and my latest book is Bad Girls, Why Men Love Them and How Good Girls Can Learn Their Secrets. Yeah, they're and, great books. Thank you. And um, in both women falling for bad boys and men falling for bad girls, it's not, they, it's not that they think that they found their soulmate. They don't have those feelings that you've just, that you've just described. I mean, it, they, it may, if they think they have, it may be somewhat superficial, or last for a short amount of time, but really it's other things that are attracting them. Yeah, and and a lot to do with sex, with being turned on. Yes, for the certainly <laughs> for both men and women, but certainly especially for the for the bad girls who make the men feel like the biggest studs on the planet. Yes, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden they don't see all their warts. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The men don't see all the warts on the on these bad girls. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, um, yes, and, and okay, so what if someone says, well, um, let's say a woman says, well, you know, I do feel like this with this guy who I've started going out with, but he isn't exactly, this isn't exactly who I imagined. He's not cute enough, or he's not rich enough, or he's not, I don't know, He, li- I don't like where he lives. He lives in this, you know, not-so-cool part of town. How could this guy be my soulmate? 
Yes, yes, yes. Well, that is a variation of that killer belief we talked about earlier yes. called This Is Not It. Yes. And um, the reality of it is that love almost always comes in a surprise package, you know. Mm-hmm. The person thinks they're going to wind up with a tall blonde. They wind up with a short brunette. <laughs> uh, you know, they think that, uh, you know, uh, age is very important to them, and they wind up with someone who's 10 years their senior or even more. Um, that is the reality. Love almost always comes in a surprise package, and particularly uh, physically, you know. It's not the physical appearance necessarily that uh, that actually creates that magic, which is that soul connection. It is something much, much deeper. And um, so, so you what really do you just tell have people? to get, get over it. If, if, <laughs> you tell them to get over it? <laughs> yeah, get over it. Get over it. You know, that he's too short or she's too, you know, this or that. Get over it. And um, here's the main criterion you want to look for. Is this person willing to grow? Hmm. Because uh, if they are, they're going to grow, and they can even uh, change their appearance a bit, mm-hmm. you know, to make it more, to create more chemistry, and they'll be more willing to do that too. Mm-hmm. But um, if the person is a soulmate feeling, it feels like your home. It feels really, really good. The communication is good. There's some chemistry. Notice I said some chemistry, and I'm not talking about extremely over the top chemistry. But uh, some chemistry that can be worked on and developed and, um, uh, and the person's willing to grow with you, you have an unbelievable match. Unbelievable. But it sounds like, I mean, it sounds like that would be someone who might be starting as your friend. Could be. It could be. There are, there are great relationships that start as friendships and then become sexual. Yes. And they can be wonderful. Yes, that's true. I mean, I guess that it is it is hard. I, of course, the other thing is to make people understand that the um, belief of this isn't it, um, this isn't perfect, this isn't what I expected or I was looking for, um, you know, you, you can also interpret that to them by saying, well, your, you know, your continuous search for what you think is perfection is your way of avoiding getting um, close in a relationship, avoiding intimacy so you don't get hurt. Exactly. Yeah, that's definitely, definitely uh, a dynamic that's going on for many, many people. They're they're having a wonderful love affair. It's just that they're having a wonderful love affair with some fantasy in their mind. And meanwhile, they're miserable and they're lonely in real life. They're lonely in real life. Mm -hmm. And they're judging this one and that one as not good enough. Mm -hmm. Not good enough. Not good enough. Not, Not it. Not it. Not it. And they... Chances are they're passing up some people who could be fantastic partners. Fantastic. Yes. But, okay, well, what about when you say get over it and they don't get over it? I mean, um, I mean, do you, like, try to suggest that they just stick it out a little longer, try to make these things grow? Yeah, yeah. I think that you should try if you have a really good person and it's a really great friendship and a great partnership. You know, add the spice, uh, act like you're having an affair with each other, uh, help each other grow and achieve your dreams, which is very exciting to do. You know, yeah. if you, you help the person, uh, you know, get a degree or give a fancy speech or whatever, you see them in their charisma, you see them in yeah. their element as they're graduating, you get, you fall in love, you get, you know, you fall more deeply in love. Um, 
So, yeah, yeah, you know, definitely work on it, you know, because if you can grow in your uh, chemistry and grow in your sexiness together, um, you're going to have the whole package. You're going to have the whole package, the friendship plus the affair with each other. Yes, absolutely. And what about, I know um, people ask you, should should they try to get their ex back? Yes, that's a great, great question. Um, And here's my feeling. If he or she is working on themselves and seems to be growing, you know, and they're saying that they're sorry for what they did wrong in the relationship, then it's a possible yes, you know, because people people do change. And especially when they experience loss, when they've lost you, that's when they're their possibility of change is at its height. Mm-hmm. It really is at its height. Which, of course, is one of the biggest mistakes that women make because as the man starts pulling away, the woman starts to chase after him and cry and beg or plead or get angry or, you know, all of the above. Mm-hmm. And um, not letting him miss her, but rather making him feel like, thank God I got away from this stalker. Absolutely. You must be very tough, you know. When that kind of thing is happening, you must be very strong. You don't text him. You don't email him. You don't call him. You tell him you're not available to see him Saturday night. Or you walk out of the house and spend an evening alone if you're living together or married. You have to be strong to allow someone, allow a man to appreciate you, to know that he could lose you. It's when someone knows that they could lose you that they appreciate you, and um, you have to show them that. You can't make anybody love you. It has to arise naturally inside them. And especially if you then start working on yourself, um, you know, while while he's deciding to take a hiatus, um, you know, and making yourself look better and making yourself, uh, you know, do something interesting so you have more interesting conversation and so on. Yes. And then, when, then he sees what you're doing and thinks, really thinks, uh, uh-oh, did I make a mistake? Yeah, well, that's what happened with Kate Middleton and the prince. Yes, absolutely. That was one of her. In fact, I call Kate the quintessential good girl who used bad girl secrets to catch her prince. Yes, she certainly did. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, yes, because he, he, when he went in the Army, he left her when they were dating. Right, he and wanted to sow his oats. Yeah, and she didn't sulk or whine or attack him publicly. What did she do? No, she glammed herself up. She went out on her own, and she went to these great parties and got photographed looking yes. gorgeous and chatting up other guys. Yes, and he came running back like a little puppy dog. Like a puppy dog <laughs> after 10 weeks. 10 weeks of her, you know, doing well as the best revenge strategy, and he comes running back, and at that time is when he made, according to the reporters, that's when he made the promise they would be married, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when he came back. Well, yeah, he, uh, do you know, I don't know if you know, but I went to London this past March to bid on Kate's dress. The sexy How cool! Dress. That the, is so cool! <laughs> the sexy <laughs> dress that she wore, you know the dress I'm talking about? Yeah. The yes. see-through dress with, where you could see her black bra and panties, yes. uh, which was one of her other, <laughs> um, bad girl secrets, strutting uh-huh. down the fashion show runway, and that was when Prince William turned to his friend and said, wow, she's hot. Yeah, and that was yes. a turning point too. Yes, when they when he first noticed her, that was when they were in college, I believe, right? Right, right. right. When and, she went yes. from being a friend 
So all of a sudden, you know, he was hot to trot for her. Yes. And, uh, and I became the, I am now the U.S. Embat, I didn't get the dress because it went for $125,000. Oh my goodness. Which, which was not in my budget. Yeah. But, but I became the U.S. Ambassador of the limited edition of copies of that dress. The only place you can get that dress in the United States is through me. Wow. <laughs> and I know you're going to be, you're going to be telling me you want to order one. Right? Of course. <laughs> My guest is Dr. Diana Kirshner. Her latest book, just now in paperback, is Sealing the Deal, The Love Mentor's Guide to Lasting Love. So stay tuned. You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships, check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman, talking with Dr. Diana Kirshner, who is the author of Love in 90 Days. She was on the show a while ago talking about that, and now her new book, Sealing the Deal, The Love Mentor's Guide to Lasting Love. And we will tell you uh, during this last segment where you can get it and where you can find out more about Dr. Diana and so on. So where were we? <laughs> oh, we were talking about Kate Middleton's hot dress, bad girl dress. Right, right. And uh, it's been fun. It's been it's been fun um, because you know you can use the same secrets that Kate Middleton used, and you're saying it too, but in a different way. Uh, to catch our own, you know, everyone, all women can do these things to catch their own prince. Absolutely, and that's how you spice up a friendship. Look, she took a friendship and turned it into a very hot romance, and that was just by wearing something sexy and uh, kind of flaunting it out, and you know, in in a situation where he would see it. Yeah. Um, it's very similar. That's that's the kind of thing I was talking about, about having an affair with somebody, yeah. you know, that you're with or you're friendly with, uh, that you're in a... It, it, in a relationship with, actually, or married to, or let's say there is a friend and you want to start something, um, yes. you could have a little sexy dress. They should order that from you. Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, and the interesting thing was, it wasn't just that, of course, she's gorgeous, and of course, she has a great body, and so on, and of course, that was a big part of the draw, but 
Um, it was also her chutzpah. It was also yeah. her 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 nerve. Her her um um. You know the the fact that she had the courage, the audacity. Yes. I like to say to to wear that kind of dress um, in in her college, you know, um, fashion show, and and to walk down. The, I mean, she was taking a big chance. She could have been a laughing stock. Absolutely, 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 and that's what attracted him to her—that yes. she had the courage. Yes, it wasn't now, just what she looked like; it was that she had that kind of personality, that courage, that audacity. Absolutely, and men love that. Men are attracted to that. They like that, by and large. Yeah. By and large, they really do like that. Now, probably she was probably scared to death. <laughs> yes. Can you imagine going from, you know, regular schoolgirl uh, college uh, attire to that kind of thing? Yes. I am, let's imagine, you know, she probably was very nervous about it, uh, but she did it anyway. You know, she felt the fear and she did it anyway, and this yes. is something that's very important. You know, we all feel kind of ugly or this, that, and the other thing, or we can't do this, that, and the other thing. But... um you don't want to let the sabotaging beliefs stop you from taking a chance and getting out there. You got to go for it. Yes, fake it till you make it. Um, yeah. a, a lot of times, I mean, that is that that confidence is so sexy, and and uh, and anyone can do that. You know, it doesn't. You don't have to look like Kate Middleton. It's um, it's creating that sense that you know who you are, and you mm-hmm. think you're hot, and you think you're a great. You'd be a great girlfriend or a great wife or whatever. And, um, and you know, it, it's catching. That belief becomes catching. Yes, 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 absolutely. So t- I want to make sure that people, have, that we have enough time for people to um, know, you know, where to get the book and how to find you and so on. Yes, uh, well, the book should be available everywhere, um, uh, online and in bookstores. Uh, but uh, the really fun, wonderful thing is I have amazing gifts if they do buy a copy of Sealing the Deal in any form uh, right now, um, including a gift from you, Carol. But there's uh, three e-reports. There's uh, a private URL uh, with a website page for people uh, over 40 uh, who are single and want dating information, two hour-long MP3 interviews. It's amazing. It's like... Uh, hundreds of dollars uh, worth of gifts that At people least. get instantly just for buying the book. And all you need to do to get your gifts is uh, pick up your book and then just go to loveinninetydays.com. That's loveinninetydays.com. And um, you'll find uh, the you'll find a form there. Just kind of click around on the tabs. You'll see in the homepage too where to go for your gifts, and just fill in your information, and you'll get your gifts instantly. And um, it's just fun and wonderful. I just love this. It's like a personal growth course just for the price of the book. It's only about ten dollars on Amazon, um, so it's a stupendous deal. And um, so I invite everybody to do that, and uh, that will continue. Uh, for uh, just a few days. So, um, yeah, once again, it's loveinninetydays.com. And, yes, it really is an amazing amount of things that uh, you get for buying the book, which should in itself be enough. I know, I know. <laughs> uh, I know, the state of publishing, that's another, that's another show, that's another topic. But That's for sure. Well, I can tell you this, Carol, you know, this book has been out in hardcover and I've gotten many, 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 many emails from women who said, this book saved my relationship. Mm. 
Well, it's certainly worth the price of the book, and you get all these wonderful uh, gifts along with it, these bonus gifts. And um, and you should also consider getting love if you're you know if you're in a relationship sealing the deal is great if you still are looking for a relationship then get love in ninety days and then get sealing the deal when you when you've gotten the relationship or get them both at once but looking posi- thinking positively that you will get your relationship after reading love in ninety days and now you could get these bonus gifts at the same time so again that's love in the number ninety days love in ninety days dot com. Um, what we have, we have about five minutes left, four or five minutes left. What, what would you like to leave with? Well, um, I, you know, I think it's very, very important that you understand, that people understand that it is really possible to bring a relationship to a really, really great level, even when it's looking very, very bad and um, things are in dire straits. Let's say someone cheated and there's an affair and it's kind of an explosion and it's World War III. Um, uh, the weird thing is is that it's not so weird, but it's a paradox. It's at that moment where things look the worst, that is when there is the most possibility for you to actually create the best, the best kind of relationship. And um, in uh, the Sealing the Deal, I have steps you can take, you know, if there has been cheating, it's a a four-step process that you can use to get over cheating, to recover from cheating, uh, and come back together better than ever. Um, So, um, you know, you just just have to understand that. And um, you have to allow yourself to have the courage to believe in healing, the courage to believe that love exists, the courage to believe that you can have love, uh, you know, uh, as you envision it, and then the, the cojones to actually handle when things go south and um, then not have, uh, you know, these kind of self-sabotaging beliefs that we all have, have them destroy, you know, things for you. So, you know, there are many, many people who have lasting, passionate love relationships. This is confirmed by fMRI studies. People marry 10, 20 years, and um, when they're in the fMRI machine, their brains, you know, when they're shown a picture of their spouse, their brain lights up as if they are a newlywed. Hmm. Hmm, that's interesting. Yes, yes. And um, that's about 10% of the population. Hmm. But that shows you that it can be done, that you can have lasting, passionate love. Hmm. That's very interesting. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, just to, to um, go back to something you said about how when it seems like the worst of times or, you know, the relationship is, is at its worst spot, that's the time to make it, change it around to be in its best spot. And, yes, because when it's in its worst spot, it usually has to do with one or both people feeling incredibly vulnerable mm-hmm. and hurt. And so, yes, that means that there is love there and if you just kind of handle that properly it can be brought to uh to blossom in a positive way. Mhm. And certainly, you know, one thing to consider is really finding a really good competent couples therapist. Yes. <laughs> yes. To help you, you know, looking around and really getting a good competent couples therapist who knows the road of uh healing and knows the road uh to uh creating a win-win relationship. Yes, and of course, it doesn't help when uh, celebrities 
um, who are splitting up, you know, you find out that they have gone to couples therapy and they're still splitting up. It doesn't, it doesn't speak well for us, but, but that's really not the, you know, usually it means that they've gone a few times, not really committed to it, and it doesn't speak for the majority of good therapists. <laughs> Absolutely the truth. Thank you, Dr. Carroll. That is the truth. So thank you, Dr. Diana Kirshner. Again, go to her website, lovein90days.com. That's loveinthenumber90days.com. And the book is called Sealing the Deal, The Love Mentor's Guide to Lasting Love, now out in paperback. So thank you, Dr. Diana. Thank you all for listening. You've been listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Thank you for joining us on Dr. Carol's Couch. Join us next week at 1 p.m. Pacific time for another installment of Dr. Carol's Couch. We'll save you a seat. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network its staff and management.